0: On Being with Krista Tippett is supported in part by the Fetzer Institute, helping build the
1: spiritual foundation for a loving world. Fetzer's Sharing Spiritual Heritage Report asks, how will we reimagine our spiritual infrastructure for today's time? Learn more at Fetzer.org. I'm Krista Tippett. Up next, my unedited conversation with the late, great poet, Mary Oliver. There is, as always, a shorter, produced version of this wherever you found this podcast. I'm very grateful that you're doing this. I know you don't do many interviews. No, I don't. I don't. And but I know I... that you're a private person. And uh, and you know, my, my our project we do a long form conversation, which is rare. Um, that said, you know, we will edit this later, and if. If we, if I start going down any path you don't want to go down, just say no and mm-hmm. we'll back up. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be linear, and uh, it gets Ooh. to be real. I'm trying to remember why did I bring this? I had some reason. Hello? Yes, I know I have something on my computer, but I can't. Anyway, I'll, I'll think oh, of it. Where's the strong man? I can't. Oh, <laughs> oh, I can
2: help. oh. <laughs> we don't need men. I'm gonna say I'm gonna eat my words pretty
0: soon. Well, they they now have those shallow things.
1: So, yeah, that
2: was really hard. Yeah, thank you. Jesus, um, our intern actually showed me that in Minneapolis there is.
1: Oh, I know. That's why. That's
2: what, was that what you show her? No,
1: about? no. It's I There's remember you can go why. With
2: your words, it says, um, "Tell me what is what is it you plan to
0: do?" Oh, that's that's, yeah, that's Could we get? Share? Could somebody go to the bathroom and get a little uh, uh paper? Sure. Because oh, sure. we, I don't have the things to put. Oh, for poster, Sure, sure. Yeah, this yeah. is gonna. I remember why I brought my phone. Make a a, a little ring. Um, did
1: you read you, a, a poetry handbook? Yes, oh. I did. In fact, I've been reading a lot of your prose. I got all your prose books, and that was really fun because I hadn't, I hadn't read your prose before. Well, that's interesting
0: because yeah. I, um, I'm gonna, a uh, 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 Penguin
1: is gonna do a uh, collected, selected. Oh, they uh, are. are yeah. Um, well, thanks. I uh, yeah, that was very exciting. Um, and so I, th- you know, the way I came to you is Anne. The Penguin Press is going to be my publisher. Ah. And Anne, uh, when I met her, yes, yeah, said, uh, "Well, she asked if I'd ever interviewed you, and I said no, and I, I understood that you did not do interviews and respected that. And she said, Well give it a try. She'd see.' <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: I don't go out anymore. I don't do public readings anymore. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't travel. Yeah." I don't travel well, so I don't travel, mm-hmm. and uh, therefore I. And they're so good to me; I feel that I should do what I they ask me to do, which involves sitting down. Okay.
1: Well, my hope home. is that this might this might be a nourishing conversation for you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to tell you a little bit about my show? Or
0: uh, yes, please. Okay. Um, I'm,
1: I'm not much of a television. Yeah, movie. well, we're we're radio. Uh, internet or whatever. Yeah, we are. yeah. Well, radio, radio and everything is internet these days, of course. Um, <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah. Um, so we have a radio show called On Being, mm-hmm. and the idea is that we pursue the, uh, the, the the great questions of meaning that have run across human history. Uh, what does it mean to be human? How do we want to live? And um, Kind of draw that question out in 21st century lives, um, and that can be you know those questions have long been the domain of philosophers and and yeah. theologians and poets um, but you know my my sense is that you know that physicists are raising that question in new ways and neuroscientists and parents and um, you know all of us in whatever we do so um, we actually have, I've actually had quite a few poets on the show across mm-hmm. these years, and it's really interesting. Um, I'm just, Elizabeth Alexander, Marie Howe, um, those are just a few in the last couple of years. Um, well, I don't want to, I, I, I would just say it's really, you know, I think there's there's something you, you I want to talk to you about what poetry works in us, um, what I know when we put a poet on the air whether people read poetry or think poetry is important or not you know they respond to it like a hunger has been met Mm -hmm. and so that that's been actually quite fascinating and important Mm -hmm. and so I keep going back to poets and across the years so many people have asked us if we would have you on or have you tried to get Mary Oliver could you get Mary Oliver so it's a real thrill to be here well thank you and people
0: it's a surprise to me (laughs)
1: No, people really—they uh, really take our show in. They really use it. So I think we will. Um, I know people who've known your poetry across years will be thrilled, and I think we'll also introduce a great number of people, perhaps, to you. Who? Oh well, that's that's all. Yeah, that's which, good too. Yeah. Will you let me know when it's going to be? Absolutely, aired? we'll send you. <laughs> or, I don't know if you call CD it a CD or what? an MP3 or whatever you want to listen to it and. It'll it'll be on there. We're on WLRN here, but we'll, the show's on all, all over the place, and we'll make sure you have it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. All right. So, yes. how are we doing? We good? Yes. All right. Um. So, so I want to start the, the the question I always start with, whether I'm interviewing a physicist or a poet, is uh, I, I I'd like to hear uh, whether there was a spiritual background to your life, to your early life, to your childhood. H- however, you would, however you would define that now. Well, I would define it now
0: very differently from when I was a child. I was sent to Sunday school, as many kids are, and then I had trouble with the resurrection. So I would not join the church. But I was still probably more interested than m- many of the, the kids who did e- enter the church. It's been one of the uh, most important interests of my life and continues to be. And uh, it doesn't have to be Christianity or the better kind of Islam. Um, I'm, I'm very much taken with the poet Rumi,
2: mm-hmm. who
0: is a, a, a Muslim, a, Su- a Sufi poet, and read him every day. and. Um, have no answers, but have uh, some some suggestions. I I know <laughs> that a life is much richer with a spiritual uh, part to it, mm-hmm. and I also think I'm, nothing is more interesting. So uh, I I I cling to it, and I I, I read I read about it. Um, I did have a very 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 dear friend. Uh, Tom Shaw, who died in October,
1: I didn't know Tom Shaw died in October. He, he, d- I he it, did. I he, I he knew did. of him, and I had read you wrote about him a few times. Yes, well, we were we were very close he friends was a monk for and then twenty the bishop, years. A bishop in
0: he, Massachusetts, he, he's yeah. an Episcopalian monk, right. He became the Archbishop, right. in In Boston, and many many people
2: mm-hmm.
0: are uh, grieving over him. He had brain cancer. It was not mm-hmm. an easy not passage, but but he uh, he he yeah i well, i say he changed my life hmm. but but that is certainly an important component of m- of my thoughts and my and how i
1: try to live right and then you i mean you talk about growing up in a in a sad depressed place a difficult place i mean in another you don't you don't belabor this i mean in another place there's a place you talk about you were one of many thousands who who've had insufficient childhoods, but yes. but that that you spent a lot of your time walking around the woods. Yes, in Ohio,
0: I did, and and I think it saved my life. I uh, to this day I don't I, I I I don't care for the enclosure of buildings. Mm-hmm. It, it was a, it was a very bad childhood for everybody every member of the household, not just myself. I think, and. Um, I escaped it, which barely, which with years of trouble. Mm. But I did find this the, the, the entire world uh, in in looking for something, and that that was a uh, another great part of my of my life. And uh, well, you you could forget it, you could forget almost everything, but not not. There's some things you can't forget quite. So I, I don't... Uh, and some people uh, want very much to talk about it. and Some people f- find themselves uncomfortable with it. And I find myself one of the uncomfortable ones. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really go there. Um, it, I think it's apparent in some poems. But uh, I got saved by poetry. And I got saved by... The beauty of
1: the world. Yeah, and and there's such a convergence of those things. Yes. Then, it seems all the way through. Yes. Uh, you, in your life as a poet. It, ha- it is. It
0: is a convergence. And, and uh, I'm, I have a little difficulty now, having lived for 50 years in a small town in the north. I'm trying very hard to love the mangroves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Ta- it I, takes a while. I have to say, you and your poetry... For me, are so closely identified with Provincetown and yes. and that part of the world and and that kind of dramatic weather, yes. that kind of shore. Yes. Uh, and so when I, you know, when I had this uh, amazing opportunity to come visit you, and I and I lear- and I said, oh, "Great, we're going to Cape Cod." <laughs> no, we're going to Florida. <laughs> yes. Well, I
0: ju- I just sold my condo to a very dear friend uh-huh. uh, this summer, mm-hmm. and um, I bought a little house down here, which is. Needs very uh, uh, serious reconstruction, so <clears throat> I'm not in it yet. But uh, is it on the water? It's close to the water. Mm-hmm. Everything in Hombound is is very close to the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: sometimes it's time for the change. Yeah. Though uh, for all those years, for decades of your of your writing, you know the. You really communicated this image, um, or, ha- you know, this picture was there of you, this pleasure of walking and writing and, I don't know, standing with your notebook. Yes. And actually writing while you're walking. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> how I did it. And and it is, and it seems... like So, I, I mean, I guess I wonder, um, is this something that you... Figured out at some point, and then became second nature. Um, It it seems like such a gift that you found that way uh, to be a writer, to to have and to have that daily habit. Well, I I don't, as I say, I don't like buildings. Yeah. So I was
0: the only the only record I broke in 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 school was truancy. I I went to the woods a lot with with books. (laughs) Right, uh, Whitman in the knapsack, um, but I also liked, liked motion. So I just began with these little notebooks and scribbled things as I they came to me, and then worked them into poems later. And always, uh, um, I wanted the I. Many of the poems are I did this, I did this, I saw this. I, I wanted them the I to be the possible reader.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: rather than about myself. Mm-hmm. It was about an experience that happened to be mine but could well have been anybody else's. And that was my feeling of, about, about the eye. I. Have been, I was criticized by one editor who felt that the I would be felt as ego. And I thought, no, well, I'm going to risk it and see. And I think it worked. It, it enjoined the reader into the experience of the poem.
1: Yes, and
0: and made it made it, it theirs if they
1: wanted it. Right. Well, and as much as you, as much as you give, as much as you allow and offer that eye as a gift to the reader, you don't, you're not absent. Right. You're very present in that eye as well. I I think that's true. Although I wasn't thinking of that, but it it is it
0: is. Uh, I became the kind of person who did the walking and the scribbling. Yeah. But sh- shared it. Yeah. If, if, uh, if they wanted it.
1: Yes. I mean, so, you know, um, you know what I, what I do is I, I, I listen. And I think a lot about how um, listening, real listening, is actually an act of presence, too. You know, we kind of have this idea in this culture where we're not very good at listening that listening is being quiet while the other person says what they has to, have to say. <laughs> but really, it's about being present to what they say. Yes. And you also use this word, you know, there's this place where you're talking about Writing while walking, you know, listening deep, deeply, and I love this listening, listening convivially.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, yeah.
1: and listening really, to the world.
0: listening to the world well i I did that, and I still do it. Mm-hmm. I still do it.
1: I was going to ask you if if you thought you could have been a poet in an age when you probably would have grown up. Writing on computers.
0: Oh, no, oh, now, oh, I, I very much advise uh, writers not, yeah, to use a, a uh, the
1: computer. But it seems to me that more than the computer being the problem, the sitting at a desk would be a problem. For that's, you.
0: A, that's 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 a problem. Um... Lots of things are problems. I I I, uh, I always, uh, as I talk about in in the um, poetry handbook, discipline is very important. Yes. The hab- I think we're creative all day long, and and if and if we uh, we have to have an appointment to have that work out on the page, and because the creative part of us gets tired of waiting or just gets tired, and it's helped a lot of students, young young poets yeah that doing that to have that that meeting with that part of oneself because there are of course, other parts of life. I used to say I gave my when I had jobs, which wasn't that often, but I'd say I'd give my very best second second class
1: to the <laughs> labor
0: job. To, to the because I'd get up at five and by nine, I'd already had my right my uh, my say,
1: yeah. and also when you write about that, that the, the discipline that, makes, that creates space for something quite mysterious to happen. Um, I mean, this is from, you, you talk about uh, that wild, silky part of ourselves. Um, you the part of the psyche that works in concert with consciousness and supplies a necessary part of the poem. A heart of the star, as opposed to the shape of the star, let us say, exists in a mysterious, unmapped zone not unconscious, not subconscious, but cautious. Where? What is that? From? That's from the. That's from the poetry handbook. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been but, a while. <laughs> it's great, but, it's, but you say, you say, you say, you promise. It, it learns quickly what sort of courtship it's going to be. You're saying that the, yeah. the writer has yeah. to be kind of a, in courtship with this yes. elusive, essential but elusive, cautious, say, cautious part, and that if you turn up every day. It will learn to trust you. Yes, your. yes, this yes, yes, very, yes, I remember that. a very that. practical way about talking the, the, about something the trust that's trust
0: is very important. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that's the creative process.
0: That is the creative process. It's, it's also true that I, I believe poetry... Um, it, it, it is a convivial. And, 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 and uh, kind of... I mean, we're, we're, it's very old. It's very sacred. It's very uh, um, wishes for a community. It's a community uh, uh, ritual, certainly, and and that's why when you write a poem, you you write it for anybody and everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: And and uh, you have to be ready to do that out of your single self. It's a giving. It's a, it's always it's a gift. It's a gift to yourself, but it's a gift to anybody who has uh, the hunger for it.
1: Right. And I and I wonder if it's something about, um, you know, this process you describe, where where you've applied the will but also the discipline to. I don't know, touch, reach, reach, or and also make room for something that's very deep in us, right? I mean, I love this language, the wild, this wild, silky part of ourselves. I don't know, maybe yes. the soul. Um, uh, become a nasty word lately. Because I know its it use, has. It's become
0: a lazy word. It's, yeah.
1: It's, it's too bad. It's cliched.
0: Yeah. Overused. So yeah,
1: the silky part, let's just call it that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so that if you, when you offer that, I mean, poetry does create a way to offer that in a condensed yes. form, yes. vivid form. It does. Of and course, and, how and that people that elicit it? something? Uh, unusual in, in the real and
0: very often. It, I mean, uh, 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 it was Blake who said, "I take dic- dictation." Yeah, with that discipline, and with that willingness and wish to to communicate, very often things very slippery do come in that you you weren't planning on on receiving them. Right, but but they do happen. It does. I have very rarely. Maybe four or five times in my life, I've written a poem that I, that I never changed, and I don't know where it came from. But it does happen. But it, it you know it, ha- it happens among hundreds of poems just, that you have struggled over. Yeah. But it's. Do fun. You know which? Do you know what, what some of those are? Do you know what they are? In well, the,
1: still?
0: the Percy the Percy one was one. Oh, okay. The, the last time, the first time Percy came back. Yeah. I never changed a word of that. And there there are others. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember, but. Mm-hmm. there are a few so um of course there are also poems that i just write out and then i throw them out right <laughs> lots of those well and
1: also you know when you when you talk about this life of waking up in the morning and being outside in this wild landscape and with your notebook in your hand and walking it's so enviable right and and but then i know i mean when you're in the poetry handbook and i mean clearly there's also there's the discipline of being there but there's also the the hard work of rewriting, and as you say, some things some things have to be thrown out. Oh, many, many, many have to be thrown out, for sure. There's an unromantic uh, part to the process as well.
0: Well, that's, that's an interesting word. You, you know, I was, somebody once wrote to, about me and said I must have a private uh, grant or something that all I seem to do is walk around the woods and write poems. But I was very, very poor. Mm-hmm. And I found uh, I ate a lot of fish and a lot of clams. Right,
1: and I realized that you you actually you weren't just walking around the woods; you were gathering food. Yes. In those early yes. years, yep. mussels and clams and mushrooms and yep. berries.
0: Yeah. And, and I had decided very early um, that I wanted to be a poet. And I, that's what I uh, try, and that I would not be able to have brand new cupboards and uh, uh, a computer and a car and. Uh, very, very often I, I, in the old days, I, when I did go out and reading and stuff, I would I would meet uh, young poets who had their first job and so forth, and they seemed to require all these things, <laughs> you know, an in, in office. Right. And I, you know, a lot of poems I wrote on the kitchen table mm-hmm. because I wouldn't give up the time and the energy to uh, to have the kind of job where you could have those. Unimportant things. Nice, but don't need them.
1: Yeah. Although you, uh, I mean, <clears throat> you re, you gave voice to this kind of really lavish, even ornate beauty that you that mm-hmm. you that you lived in. That was your daily. That's how. That I was saw really it. your mundane world. Yes, that's true. So there's in that context it's hard to think of you having lacked for anything oh i didn't lack for anything yeah that, that's, that's, i mean i think that's what you're saying but yeah
0: i also uh believe believed and still believe with more alarm as the years go by that we are destroying the earth and, and you don't write about that no i th- and, and and it's simply that i think you catch more uh more flies with, with honey, honey than than you do with vinegar. Yeah, and uh, there are some poets who, who who pound on on that theme and, until you really can't take anymore. And I I uh, I think that my way of doing it is saying this is what we have. Let's keep it because yeah. it's beautiful and wonderful and wondrous. Might work better, though. Probably it's not going to work either. I mean we're. Uh, we're in uh, deep trouble with uh, with the environment yeah. I believe and uh, you know no nobody's going to stop this business of uh, of business of ma- making money of yeah. uh, of the amassing of things that will vanish for for us as we vanish don't need i'd't you know, I'll leave a few poems behind but not much cash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're right. It's actually, um, it's actually hard to hear Mary Oliver say that. Um, and it's true, I think, that the effect of your poetry, which is just to shine this light yeah. on the beauty of it. Yeah, but it works for people
0: who are more open to it. Mm-hmm. It does not work, for example, to uh, um, the heads of industry who simply... Whose yeah. life is simply
1: making things more profitable. Yeah. At whatever cost. So So there's a question that you pose in many different ways, overtly and implicitly. Um, you know, how shall I live? in um, long life you wrote, you know, what does it mean? That the earth is so beautiful, and what shall I do about it? <laughs> what is the gift that I should bring to the world? What is the life that I should live? Which really is a question of moral imagination, and it's the ancient essential question. But I wonder how you think about how that question emerges and is addressed distinctively in poetry. And through poetry, what does poetry do with a question like that that other forms of language don't? Well, I
0: I, I would I think I would disagree that other forms of language don't, but but uh, poetry has a different kind of attraction.
1: Yeah. So what is that attraction in poetry?
0: I I think it's it's the way it's written. It's the fact that it is has been communal for years and years and years, and we've missed it. Um, But the but the question is not asked by all people. Right. You know, I happen to think that, that, that what, what we should all wish to do more than anything else in the world is, is to create a moral planet. But um, we are divided all of us, in, in, in our feeling about that.
2: Mm-hmm. What, is,
0: what is moral? And in our definition of moral. Yes. Exa- exactly. So yes. It's, it's, yes. it's very, very hard. And everything is an argument. There's two sides to everything. And one has to pick the side, I guess. But uh, I do think poetry has enticements of sound that uh, that are different from literature. Literature certainly has it, too. Or some literature, the best literature. Um, and it has uh, it's easier to, for people to remember mm,
1: mm-hmm. people
0: are more apt to remember a poem and therefore feel they own it right? and, and can speak it to themselves as, as you might a prayer than they can remember a chapter and, and, co- and quote it and that's very important because then it belongs to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: you, you have it when you, when you, when you need it
1: I also, you know, when you said a minute ago that uh, even the definition of what's moral—that there are always two sides—but of course, twenty real morals question are thou, are there are as many sides as there are lives, and I wonder if poetry—poetry poetry somehow I think transcends that flat, you know, either-or uh, pattern. Uh, I think it reveals it in different styles, different
0: language. there's a I can't remember her name, but a, a fairly young woman poet, and uh, she just got uh, uh, I, th- I think the National Book Award and another big award. And from what I've read of it, which is only parts here and there, it's very contemporary it's it's not uh, it's not luscious to the tongue. It is. It is more about uh, opinion of bad things, right? Right. And and it's it's uh, people are going to want to read that too. And it, it's it's uh, it's very. I think it's very forceful, and it's very much of its time. We need that also. And and she's not talking about the the the, the beauty of the tree that was just cut down. She's talking about the. The, uh, the 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 ugliness of things that are going on in in, in the country, including racism. I think she's a, mm-hmm. a young black writer. I'm not sure, um, and that's important too. So one needs to be open to many kinds of of many voices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But but uh, poetry is is certainly closer to singing mm. than prose, <laughs> right? right. And, and 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 singing is uh, something that we all. Love to do or wish we could do. <laughs> yeah, it
1: uh, and it goes all the way through you.
0: Yes, it does indeed. Mm-hmm. And again, it's easier to remember.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Although this this hot fast stuff is very different from the old songs too. Yeah, they they change, and I mean I wouldn't go back to Frank Sinatra, but there there are many moods in in, in uh, as many moods in, in 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 music as there are in. Uh,
1: um, poetry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure <clears throat> you um you wrote somewhere you wrote in winter hours you wrote that that years ago you set three rules for yourself, and the first uh, the, the, they were genuine body, that it may, must have genuine body mm-hmm. sincere energy, and the third was it must have a spiritual purpose mm-hmm. And I wondered what that what that means when you say that. Well, now
0: I'm not going to be helpful. I'm going to say that it means exactly what it says. But what is it, What is a spiritual purpose? I mean, well, it's it's not a, it's not a physical purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not an advancement of, of me purpose. It's not a love purpose, a personal love purpose, and there, what's left? It's not a medicinal purpose. It's not a a, a governmental purpose. And there's there's not too many things. Um, You can't make a list, a very long list of important things without including the spiritual. It's bound to be there.
1: It's done all the time, though.
0: Yeah, yes. Yes, in different, in different
1: ways. It is. And I mean, I, I think even, um, even many very respectable poets might not um, use that language. Absolutely. And many, and many don't uh, consider this a spirit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yep. You know, there, there are poets that have whole books and I, I, don't, I don't see a, a suggestion of the spirit in them. And uh, many of them are very, very, they're sardonic with the satisfaction of displaying the, the sardonic quality. They're deft. They're, they're even clever. But you get nothing to take home somehow. And um, so there, there are many different editors, many different poems. Um, and I, there's enough to pick and choose from. I, I don't begrudge anybody doing doing it the way they want to do it and saying what they want to say. But there's some I'll reread and there's some I won't. And mm-hmm. I think everybody does that.
1: Yeah. I, I just wanted to read, I just love, um, I just want to read these. This is from Long Life also. I mean, of course, your prose is very poetic, right? So that's not surprising. But... Um, the world, and, and to me, this, this gets at this, this thing, spirituality, where the word itself is so sometimes squishy, problematic. Uh, the world is fun and familiar and healthful and unbelievably refreshing and lovely. And it is the theater of the spiritual. It is the multi-form, utterly obedient to a mystery. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it, I mean, it is. We all, we all wonder, who's God? What's going to happen when we die? All that stuff. And I don't think it's, maybe, no, it, it's never nothing. I'm very fond of Lucretius. <laughs> Say some more. <laughs> and and Luc- Lucretius says, well, just everything's a little energy. You go, you go back and you're these little bits of energy and pretty soon you're something else. Now, that's a continuance. It's, it's not the one we... Uh, think of when we're talking about the golden streets and the the angels with how many wings and whatever right the hierarchy of angels even angels have a hierarchy record. Uh, but it's something quite wonderful that the world uh, uh, is pretty much everything is mortal it uh, it it dies, but but its parts don't die. Its parts become something else. We know that when we bury a dog in the garden, and uh, with a rose bush on top of it, we know that there is replenishment. And and that's pretty amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, what more there might be, I don't know. But I'm pretty pretty confident of
1: that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I mean, again, do you think? Uh, spending your life as a poet and working with words and responding to the world in the way you have as a poet gives you I don't know, tools to work with to, because it, putting words around God or what God is or who God is or, you know, I don't know, heaven it, um, it's always insufficient.
0: Uh, it, it, it's, it's always insufficient uh, uh, but, it, but the quest and the wonder is not... Uh um, unsatisfying. It's never totally, totally satisfying, mm-hmm. but it's intriguing, and, and 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 also what one does end up believing, even if it shifts, uh, has an effect upon the life that you live, or the life that you, you choose to live, or try to live.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's a it's an endless, uh, unanswerable quest. Uh, I love the old myths as well. The uh, uh, you, you know many many of our, our uh, the this, the sea the, the forest all, all kinds of things represent something that that we can use as stories. We love st- stories. We've always been storytellers, um, and even even uh, many of the the uh, the Christian stories are, are stories. And if you take uh, you now P- Peter, who couldn't walk on the waves because his faith was not great enough, what a great way to say that—that that his faith was not perfect. It's a story, <laughs> and that makes it no less important mm-hmm. for for our uh, understanding. So I just I find it uh, endlessly uh, fascinating, and and I I think also religion is very helpful in, in uh, people not thinking that they themselves are sufficient.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That, that there is some, something that it, it has to do with all of us that is, is more than all of us are. And, uh, and people are comforted by that. Part of going to church is, is, is that you were in a community. And we're, you know, we're so divided. The old, good Lord, when I grew up, I grew up in a little town. How many people that grew up in a little town? And now the old folks are dead, and the house is sold, and uh, we're in some condo somewhere. And <clears throat> entirely different world, <clears throat> not a better one, I think. But that's my taste. Yeah, I miss the little uh, thirty-five. 100 people in a little town that is now 300,000. Yeah. And, and the swamp that got covered over and the, the, the creek that got put in a tunnel and so forth. It's loss.
1: And I think, you know, that is what you do because of the particular vision that you have, what you pay attention to, what you attend to, which is um, it is that that grandeur, that that largeness of the natural world, which, I mean, like, this is, I, I want to, so I, I should have said this first, so I wasn't quite sure how I want to work this. I, I think I'd like to ask you to read some poems at the end, maybe, mm-hmm. and have a conversation now, but um, but if you feel like reading something, or I, I might I might ask you to read something, and I, I thought, I, I th- I'm obviously taught quoting, I mean, I've, t- I've taken pieces of your prose, because I was going to be having a conversation with you as a person, and that's... Mm-hmm. You know, that's a little bit closer, more reliable. I am a person. I know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and when you write your prose, you're writing as yourself, right? Yes, Whereas yes. the poetry is is complicated. Oh, compli- I don't know.
0: There's not much of a divide no.
1: there. No. But I, I think, as you said, you're more conscious of the eye of the reader as well. in it. Maybe not. Maybe you're just as Oh, conscious. no, I'm, I'm just as conscious, conscious of it, it the with prose. Pros. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I thought... I, I I thought we'd focus at the end, and just I'd have you read from the two latest books, mm-hmm. because those are also where you are now in life, um, but also a bit from DreamWork in a minute. Uh-huh. And uh, and also, I have to have you read something about Percy. But anyway, I've just, you know, I told you I've been, I came here a few days early to do some writing, and um, unfortunately, like you, I unlike you, I don't, I haven't found a... I, I, I love having written, and I find writing to be very painful. I know this doesn't make me special, but um, <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't find it. Uh, you don't find it painful to you?
0: Little uh, well, things are a little bit different now. Age, <sighs> age uh, can do all kind of terrible things, including making your handwriting a little different.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I. And it would be hard. I actually, since I have been reading you talking about. Always having a notebook—that was an important thing. You wrote somewhere. You said you always have to have the notebook nearby. Yeah. it's not just a quaint tool, not just a preference, but that you have to write it down when it comes. You don't get a second chance, and I know that's yep. true. But for okay. some reason, it—it it reminded me of that. So I've been carrying this notebook with me. But, but just for example, um, like, you know, a couple of years ago when I was writing, and I—I I, I picked up your book, A Thousand Mornings. You know, and here's the first one. I, I go down to the shore. I go down to the shore in the morning, and depending on the hour, the waves are rolling in or moving out, and I say, oh, I am miserable, what shall, what should I do? And the sea says in its lovely voice, excuse me, I have work to do. I love that. I love that, and I have to say also, to me it was just... It's so perfect. It, it kind of is like, what's the point of writing 50,000, bringing 50,000 new words into the world? This says it all.
0: Well, I have had a, 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 a rash, which seems to be continuing, of writing shorter poems. Mm-hmm. I noticed that in your more recent And poems. It probably is is an influence from Rumi, whose poems are, are many of them are quite short. But if you could say it, um, in a few lines, you're just decorating for the rest of it. Um, unless you could, uh, in, uh, in, in intent, intent, make something more intense. But if, if you've said what you want to say, you're not going to make it more intense. You're just going to re- repeat yourself. Yeah. So um, I've got a poem that will start the next book, and I think it goes like this um, Things take the time they take. Don't worry. How many roads did St Augustine follow before he became St Augustine? Same <laughs> thing. What else is there to say? <laughs> right. And you know that's four lines and uh, that's not a day's work <laughs> but but the, but the poem is done.
1: And and it speaks so completely perfectly to the eye who's reading the yeah. poem even though it's yeah. it's about Saint Augustine, but it's about all of us, right? Yeah, and people
0: do worry that they're not, yeah, not not wherever they want to go. But uh, and Saint Augustine, I had just read a biography of him, and he he was all over the map before he settled yeah. down.
1: Yeah, before he got holy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a good um, he's a good template of a saint yeah. in how mm. real and three dimensional mm-hmm. and. Messy they are. Yeah, they're people. Yeah, I I'd like to talk about um, attention, which is um, a, another real theme that runs through your work, both the word and the practice. And uh, I, I know people associate you with that word, and and there are some beautiful lines. I mean, there's one I quoted in an interview. You know Parker Palmer is the Quaker Quaker author. Say again. Parker Palmer. He's a Quaker writer. Anyway, he, uh, he quotes you a lot, as many people do, I'm sure you know. And it was about it was something about attention, and I forgot to look it up before I came. But um, but I was interested to read. Uh, I was interested to read in some of your pr- pr- prose. I think this may have been from from our world when you talked about that you began to learn. That attention without feeling is only a report. Mm-hmm. That there's more to attention than uh, for it to matter in the way you want yeah. it to matter. Yeah. Say, that you say, need say something about that learning. About you, you, you need empathy mm-hmm.
0: with it rather than just reporting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, reporting is for field guides, and they're great. <laughs> they're helpful. That's what they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they're not thought provokers. And, uh, and, and they don't go anywhere. And I, I, say, I say somewhere that attention is the beginning of devotion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I do believe. But that, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these things can't, are said but it can't be explained. And
1: yeah. We did a show years and years ago. In the early days of my project, like 10 years ago, on prayer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there was a quote that someone used from Simone Weil, which could have been you Absolutely unmixed attention is prayer. Oh, yes. I feel like that's another way. You've said yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and actually, this is the reason I brought my computer. This, is a, it was, mm. this interview is kind of self indulgent. No, yeah, <laughs> if that's you that's don't that. mind. No. Um, uh, I brought this because... Wait, I, I, I want to... I yeah, say um, Yeah. Absolute attention
0: is not prayer if somebody is paying attention to how they can make more money in their business.
1: Right. To your it point can, that there's more to this than just... It, it
0: can be prayer.
1: yeah. That's but that's an important distinction, and it sounds like you didn't. You started to make that distinction a little later for yourself, or you started to understand that there was empathy in the attention you were. I
0: think possibly when when I used it, I was I was so uh, surrounded by what I was talking about, which was not making money. Um, Which there's not there's nothing wrong with making a decent amount of money. Yeah, but but uh, people become infatuated with it. And scam and cheat and all kind of stuff just to get more, and that's not devotion and that's not a prayer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But but um, in 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 a in a in a life without that, certainly attention, perfect attention is is prayer or a part of prayer or one kind of prayer. But um, it certainly to me is devotion.
1: I think that your poem, "A Summer Day," is maybe is one of the best known and
0: yes, it is. Um, I, I would I would say that's true.
1: Yeah, we actually the reason I brought my computer is because that for that old show I so my daughter who is now twenty one and all grown up, but who then was about twelve, um, was uh, assigned to memorize "A Summer Day."
0: The summer day
1: the summer day the summer day in uh, sixth grade, and so she came home reciting this poem, and I felt really embodying it, and we actually played it in the show ah. because it seemed to go so well with that entire discussion of prayer anyway, I brought it because I wanted you to hear it uh-huh. um, it was kind of it was kind of amazing for me to hear it again, and so remember she 's not reading it she'd learned it uh-huh. um, she and I just had her just come in and. Read it. Uh, And also I'll say, Chris is here, we're a little bit less fussy about our production. We probably would not have put music under it now, but it has music Mm. under it. The summer day. Who made the world?
2: Who made the swan and the black bear? Who made the grasshopper? This grasshopper, I mean. The one who has flung herself out of the grass. The one who is eating sugar out of my hand who is moving her jaws back and forth instead of up and down, who is gazing around with her enormous and complicated eyes. Now, she lifts her pale forearms and thoroughly washes her face. Now, she snaps her wings open and floats away. I don't know exactly what a prayer is. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields, which is what I have been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life?
0: Well, it's a beautiful reading. Is
1: that fun for you to hear? Yeah.
0: <laughs> How old was she then?
1: She was about 12.
0: Yeah, beautiful.
1: But so many, so many young people, I mean young and old, have learned that poem by heart and it's become part of them. Yeah.
0: One thing about that poem which I think is important is that the grasshopper actually existed and yet I was able to fit him into that poem and the sugar he was eating was part of frosting from a Portuguese lady's birthday cake, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which wasn't important to the poem. Right. But even seeing that little creature come come to my plate and say, I'd like a little helping of that. All right. It, it somehow fascinates me that that's that's just personal for me that it was Mrs. Segura, <laughs> her probably her ninetieth birthday cake or something.
1: Did she ever read the poem? Did she ever know? No,
0: no she was she was past that. Uh-huh. Her, her her daughters may have, but uh-huh. uh, I never I never advertised myself as a poet. And there was that wonderful thing about about the town, um, and that is. I, I was taken as somebody who who worked like anybody else, and I'd go. There was the one fellow who was the plumber, and I, we'd, we'd maybe meet in the hardware store in the morning. You morning. mean in,
1: in Provincetown? Yeah, yeah.
0: And he'd say, "Oh, hi, Mary. How's your work going?" I said, "Pretty good. How's yours?" Yeah. And it was the same thing. Yeah. There was no sense of of eliteness or difference, uh, and that was very nice. I was just. Uh, in, in fact, it's a fu- it is a funny story. When I uh, the Pulitzer Surprise was announced, which I didn't even know I they turned the book in for it. I was at that time, as the whole town was doing, going out to the dump most mornings, which was a mess. That was before they clean up <laughs> to buy shingles. I was shingling the house or some kind of thing. Right. And a friend of mine came by a, a, a woman who was a painter, and she said, "Ha! What are you doing? Looking for your old manuscripts?" <laughs> It was very funny. And you didn't know she'd heard the news. I I knew, but oh. I, I, my job in the morning was to go find
1: some shingles. <laughs> okay. So, right. you'd been writing for twenty something years, pu- publishing for twenty something years when you oh, got the more Pulitzer than Prize, that,
0: right? When I got the Pulitzer, yeah. Uh, was it eighty? 80- yeah, probably, because it was my fourth book. Uh huh. And I think I published the first one in just before I was 30
1: 63 maybe did I read that?
0: It's, uh, it sounds good I don't remember <laughs> I really don't uh, it was a fourth book maybe 76
1: the the Pulitzer? Uh,
0: may maybe
1: I think it was in the 80s wasn't it? I think that was the National Book Award oh okay, oh well so many awards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many awards for uh. so little time I wanted to um, I, I wanted to also name the fact that although you don't um, you know, as you said before you're not somebody who belabors what, what, the, what is dark what, is, what has been hard um, I think it's important and maybe helpful for people because there's so much beauty and light in your poetry also that you let in uh, the fact that it's not all sweetness and light, um, and you did that a lot in the dream work. I did it, I, a lot, I did. and those poems are notably and a lot harder. Of them I, didn't know, I didn't know at that time what I, I was writing about. I, I really
0: had no un- understanding.
1: You mean you didn't you didn't realize that they were so hard, or You literally didn't know what you were. No, there, there, there's a poem called Rage. Yes. And I, uh, it says it's she. Yeah.
0: And that was that was that's perfect biography, unfortunately, or autobiography. But I couldn't handle that material, except in the, the three three or four poems that, that I've done. Just just couldn't.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean there's a line in rage: in your dreams you have sullied and murdered, and your dreams do not lie. Yeah. And that's well,
0: that's how I felt, but I didn't I didn't know I was certainly I didn't know I was talking about my father. I mean, the, the whole business of yeah. people, uh, children forget. I mean, they don't forget, but they forget the details. They just don't know why they have nightmares all the time. You know, it's very difficult. Uh, Isn't
1: it incredible that we carry those things all our lives? Well, decades and decades we do, and decades. We do,
0: we do carry them, but it, it is very helpful to, to figure out, as you know, best you can, uh, what happened and why these people were the way they were. Yeah. And it was a very, a very uh, dark and broken uh, house that I came from.
1: I mean, there's another, there's that poem in there, A Visitor, mm-hmm. which mentions your father. And there's just, you know, to me, this heartbreaking line, which also I, you know, I have my own story. We all do. Um, I saw what love might have done had, had we, we loved, loved it in time. time. Yeah.
0: Well, he never got any love out of me. Yeah. Or deserved it. But what, what you, you mostly what mostly is makes you angry is the loss of the years of your life mm-hmm. because it does leave damage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But there you are, you do what you can do. And I think the um, well, there's so much you, you have such a capacity for joy. Especially in the outdoors, right? Yeah. And you, you transmit that, and it's that joy. You know, if you're capable of that, having, you know, how much more, how much more of it would, have, would there have been? Um... Well, I, I, I saved my
0: own life by finding a place that wasn't in that house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, that, that was my strength. But I wasn't all strength, and uh, it would have been a very different life, whether I would have written poetry or not. Who knows?
1: Yeah,
0: uh, po- poetry is a pretty lonely pursuit, and uh, in many cases, I, I, I used to think I don't do it anymore. But I, that I'm talking to myself. There's nobody else in that house I was going to talk to. Yeah, and. Uh, it was a very uh, difficult time, and a long time. And I don't understand some people's behavior.
1: <laughs> but I, and I guess what I'm saying, I think, is that it's a gift that you give to your readers to to let that be clear, um, that this, you know, that you're the your ability to love your wild, your your one wild and precious life is hard one. Yeah that um, you know you said that off in the world of those woods and that shore that was your salvation from yeah. your own darkness
0: yes I set out to save my life I really did and I, I feel very strongly that the people like uh, Sylvia Plath mm-hmm. somehow didn't get on that road and um, and Sexton as well and it's a there's it's a dark such shame. a long list yeah they were they were good poets but uh, they wrote to tell how they felt they didn't write to offer a good experience to another person. Mm. And that I always intended to do. What was trouble was my own business. And uh, not worth a- advertising. Granted, there are s- some poems, but uh, it becomes a minor theme, I think, against the rest.
1: yes. There's, there's a place where you, I I think that's really important what you just said that there's some intentionality that shifts the effect of the poem, both in you mm-hmm. and in the person reading it.
0: Oh, I very much feel like I'm writing to you mm-hmm. and you and you and you, two and four. Um, and I think that I have a poem because have you noticed? And I can't think what poem it is, but but that's a that's that's a question addressed. I've noticed. Have you noticed? Right. And meaning notice.
1: There's there are these lines from the from a poem in G- Blue Horses. Good morning. As for the poem, not this poem, but any poem, do you feel its sting? Do you feel its hope, its entrance to a community? Do you feel its hand in your hand? Which is also what you're saying. I mean, that is your intention, but also that the sting, and isn't the sting, um, and, and you know, and I mean, here's, and in, and in, also in the in the moths, you know, you, it, it's like it's the hard side of of paying attention. That if you if you pay attention, mm, yeah. you see more, yeah, and and some of what you say will see will be painful, and some of what you see may feel yeah. unbearable, yeah, but. Uh, I think you know just in those few lines just describing what you have aspired to do and I think succeeded at doing which is which is not hiding the sting but kind of transforming yeah. it kind of shifting it yeah
0: and notice the other things with it
1: yeah yeah that you don't that you don't let the sting have the last
0: no beat. the sting does not have right. the last word yeah.
1: hmm and I mean you know, here's another, I, I feel like you also, for all the uh, glorious language about God and around God that goes all the way through your poetry, you know, you also acknowledge this, this perplexing thing. I mean, this was in Long Life. What, what can we do about God who makes and then breaks every God-forsaken beautiful day? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can go back and read Lucretius. <laughs> <laughs> what does what Luc- Lucretius do, then?
0: <laughs> well, Lucretius uh, just presents this marvelous uh, and important idea that what we are made of will make something else. Hmm. Which, I, to me, is very important. It, uh, there is no nothingness. Yeah with these little atoms that run around. Too little for us to see, but uh, put together, they make something. Hmm. And that, to me, is a a miracle. where it came from, I don't know, but it's a miracle. And uh, I think it's enough to keep a person afloat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about your last couple of books which also are an insight into you at this stage in your life um and then i'd love for you to read some poems okay um you have said that as that you were so captivated that you that you were i I don't know if you've said it this way but it seems to me you've kind of written about being so captivated by the world of nature that you were Less open to the world of humans, yes. and that as you've grown older, as you've gone through life, um, what did you say? You've entered more fully into the human world yes. and embraced it. Is that a good? set that a true? It's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And was it passage of time? I mean, it...
0: it was passage of time as a passage of understanding what happened to me and why I behaved in certain ways and didn't in other ways. Um, so it was clarity.
1: Yeah, self-knowledge.
0: Yeah, that that helped me. And uh, many good friends. I have many, many just wonderful friends. Uh, Unfortunately, a number of them are in their 80s, which is scary. (laughs) But uh, a lot of them are not. They're they're quite a bit younger. Mm -hmm. And they come down here. I can't get there, so they come here which is, uh, you know, great. And that, you know, that helped. Yeah. That's a healing.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, they have their, their hang-ups and trouble, too. So we can, uh, though I must say, lately sometimes we sit around and talk about, how are you feeling this week? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like you hear old codgers, codgers
1: do that. Well, uh, we've entered that realm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um you know there's a poem that I think I've heard a lot that's quite famous also is it the visitor uh, about uh, oh, oh, there's a line about i don't want to die having having only visited i'm um, I'm, I'm, I'm ruining your own line that's really um funny. yes, that's at the
0: end of um um it's in, it's in the, I, probably, no, it's not, it's only in the Noon Selected, uh, Volume 1, and it's When Death
1: Comes. When Death Comes, yes. And then I, I mean, you wrote really beautifully about, um, about the death of Molly. Yes. Who you shared so much of your life with, and you wrote, I don't know am finding my notes. The end of life has its own nature, also worth our attention. Yeah, I liked that line. Yeah, and in some ways, it it feels to me when I read your poetry of the last couple of years that that's really this territory you're on, or at least part well, of it. I should be. I don't, I don't mean, and I don't mean you're. I don't mean that the end of life, but just paying well, paying attention. Well, I've been better. <laughs> <laughs> but just a different. It's a different chapter.
0: It, well, it it, it it is. I mean. Uh, uh, I, I had cancer a couple of years ago, right? Lung cancer, and it uh, feels that death has uh, left his calling card. I'm fine. I get scanned, you know, as, as they do. I'm lucky, I'm very lucky. But all the same, you're kind of shocked, and you you have to uh, get checked up on, it. it's different. Uh, you know, doc, this doctor, that doctor. i a bad, a bad smoker. You. And you're still smoking. Yep. And uh, last time the do- the doctor said your lungs are good. Well, if you get good fortune, take it. Can <laughs> you keep smoking?
1: There's that poem, um, "The Fourth Sign of the Zodiac," in the new book.
0: Um, yeah. How does that start? Which? What is that? Um, oh, I. Uh, that's the, that's a po- one of the poems about cancer.
1: It, it well, right? And you know, you haven't. I don't think, he, have you spoken much about your cancer? I don't, I think mean, no. people know that you were ill.
0: People knew I was ill or they didn't know. They didn't know what I mean, it was. No. In that
1: poem, there's, I think, where is it? Um, there's a very passing reference to it.
0: Oh, yes, there is. There, there, are, four, yes. there are four poems. Uh, one is about the hunter in the woods that makes no sound, all the hunters. There it is, 61. But I can't remember which one of the four that is. I mean, the fourth... Uh
1: it's a little bit long, but do you want to read it? Sure. Okay.
0: Oh, where did I put my glasses out there? Ooh. Yeah, the fourth sign of the Zodiac is, of course, cancer. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Why should I have been surprised? Hunters walk the forest without a sound. The hunter strapped to his rifle, the fox on his feet of silk, the serpent on his empire of muscles, all move in a stillness, hungry, careful intent, just as the cancer entered the forest of my body without a sound. Now, these four poems are about uh, the uh, about the ca- the cancer episode, shall we say? The cancer visit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want me to go on to these yeah, others? Yeah,
1: you want to go. Oh. Mm. Is it too much? No. Okay.
0: This is the second poem of these four. The question is, what will it be like after the last day? Will I float into the sky, or will I fray within the earth or a river, remembering nothing? How desperate I would be if I couldn't remember the sun rising, if I couldn't remember trees, rivers, if I couldn't even remember, beloved, your beloved name. Three. I know you never intended to be in this world, but you're in it all the same. So why not get started immediately? I mean, belonging to it. There is so much to admire, to weep over, and to write music or poems about. Bless the feet that take you to and fro. Bless the eyes and the listening ears. Bless the tongue, the marvel of taste. Bless touching. You could live a hundred years it's happened, or not. I am speaking from the fortunate platform of many years, none of which I think I ever wasted. Do you need a prod? Do you need a little darkness to get you going? Let me be as urgent as a knife then and remind you of Keats, so single of purpose and thinking for a while. He had a lifetime. Four. Late... Late yesterday afternoon in the heat, all the fragile blue flowers in bloom in the shrubs in the yard next door had tumbled from the shrubs and lay wrinkled and faded on the grass. But this morning the shrubs were full of the blue flowers again. There wasn't a single one on the grass. How, I wondered, do they roll or crawl back to the shrubs and then back up to the branches, that fiercely wanting as we all do, just a little more of life.
1: Hmm. <laughs> um, there are some of your poems, uh, and I think, and wild, the Summer Day is one, and Wild Geese is another, that are just that have just entered the lexicon.
0: Yeah, that uh, yes, that uh, three: the Summer Day, uh, Wild Geese, the Journey, maybe. And, no, no, Summer Day. Wild geese. There's, there's one other. Um, I can't remember, but I would say is the, th- is the third one. But I don't remember
1: it. If you um, think of it, tell me. Um, uh, like So wild geese is in Dreamwork, which we talked about is that there's a lot of darkness in that book. Um, I mean, is that a poem? And I've heard people talk about that, Wild Geese, as a poem that has saved lives. And I wonder if when you write something like that, I mean, when you wrote that poem, do you, do you know that? Or, or when you published this book, would you have known that that was the, the poem that would speak so deeply to people?
0: Um, this is the magic of it. That poem was written... As an exercise in end-stopped lines.
1: As an exercise in what?
0: End-stopped lines, period, at the end of the line. I was working with a, a, a poet. I had her in a class. So it was an exercise in technique. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, it's, not every line is that way. I was trying to show the variation. But my mind was completely on that. At the same time, I will say that, that I... Uh, uh, I, had her, I heard the wild geese. I mean, I just started out to do this for this friend and show her the, the, the effect of the, the, the line end is, you've said something definite. It's very different from enjambment, And I love all that
1: difference. And that's what I was doing. To your point that the mysteries and that combination of yeah. the it, discipline it, it, and the... Mm-hmm. And the convivial listening.
0: Yeah, I was trying to do a certain kind of construction. Nevertheless, once I started uh, writing the poem, it was the poem, and I I knew the, the construction well enough so that I didn't have to think about it. Just Do I have a, need an end sound line here or is this where I should be? It just worked itself out the way I wanted for the exercise.
1: Would Would but you read that one? Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a kind of a secret, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. Wild geese, I actually thought it was, oh no, there it is, 14, you're right, no, wild geese. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, The world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. Well, it's a subject I knew well a lot about. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it It was just there
1: in you. It was it was there in you. It was there to me, yes.
0: Once I heard those geese and you know, said a line about anguish and where that comfort came from. I don't know. Yeah. I'd say that's one of the poems that... That just came. Yeah. It wasn't dictated, but that's what Blake used to say. Yeah. He, 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 once in a while, he took dictation. And, and, and that's just a way of saying you don't know where it comes from. Yeah. But if you've done, if you've done it a lot, and uh, Lord knows when I started writing poetry... It was rotten. The poetry was sure, rotten? Sure. I mean, I was 10, 11, 12 years old. But I kept at it, kept at it, kept at it. I, I used to say, I, I, with my pencil, I, I've traveled to the moon and back <laughs> probably a few times. I kept at it after, every day. And mm-hmm. uh,
1: finally you learn things. Are you still um, here in this very different landscape? Are you still standing with your notebook every morning? Outside. Not as much,
0: not as much. And I ha- I've, had, I've had some periods of time of rather bad health. So, so uh, and in the north, with which I was very familiar, I'd go out in the woods and I'd always see something. And it's very different down here. It's very seasonal. I thought all the birds were down here in the winter. Unfortunately, they're farther south. Hmm. And uh, you'd see them passing by. And some, and the birds are very, uh, a lot of them are large and exotic. Right. They're, it's very, it's, to, to, it's like a different world.
1: You've written, you know, another thing you've said is that as you've gotten older, you've become something you never were before, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> that you're, you've become more yeah, funny. Yeah, I, I, I can be. And you're, and the Blue Horses book, which is the 2014 book, is has it has a lot of whimsy to it, including about This place, this new landscape, right? When you said that you made the the remark about the mangroves. Uh I mean, you you have this really wonderful language about how uh, the trees are so leggy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and uh, what did I say? Something,
0: affinity takes longer. Affection's easy, but affinity takes takes a while. Well, it's true. When I walk uh, from here just down to the intercoastal, mangroves, mangroves, mangroves. Once in a while an otter, which is very nice to see, mm-hmm. and uh, a heron, and but, uh, maybe the porpoises in the water. Or a couple of times I've seen the manatees. But it's not the same, and it's a really shocking difference. And I've chosen it. And, uh, but, but there is a kind of um, emotional element in the fact that things have disappeared. My town, my house. And the town was very different by the time I left. It's, it's uh,
1: You mean the, to- the town, Provincetown had already Pro- Pro- changed?
0: Provincetown was changing uh-huh. very rapidly into a kind of little Hampton. Uh-huh. You know, the, the the wealthier, successful people were coming in. It wasn't the hardworking artists and writers anymore. So that was different. But uh, nevertheless, the, the woods were there. And uh, I do miss them. And I was there 50 years. That's a long time.
1: Yeah. And the weather was there. Well,
0: I, I fell down a couple of times in the winter, broke, mm. broke bones. So no.
1: it, was, yeah.
0: it was time not to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm conscious that I want to move towards a close. I, I, I'd like to hear a little bit more. I mean, you've, you've mentioned Rumi a few times. Um, in, in A Thousand Mornings, you say, if I were a Sufi for sure, I would be one of the, the spinning dancing. kind. Yeah. And that's clear. I mean, that actually, it makes so much sense from mm-hmm. how you were always on the move, even, yeah. even as a teenager. Um, you, how do you think your spiritual sensibility, and here we are again with that tricky word, but how has your spiritual... I don't want to say how's your spiritual life, um, you know. I mean, you've said you've said somewhere you've become more spiritual as you've grown older. And I mean, what do you mean when you say that? What's the what are the what's the content? Of i be-
0: that? I've become um, kinder, hmm. more people oriented, um, more um, willing to grow old. Uh, I always was. Investigative in in terms of uh, uh, everlasting life, but uh, a yeah. little more interested now. <laughs> a little more content with my answers. Right now is a difficult time because, I, as I say, Tom Shaw was was my uh, oh, what do you call it?
1: He's kind he, of like your s- spiritual.
0: Oh, he was. He 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 was. He, he, um, when we first kno- knew him, he was a bishop. And he'd come to our house. He came to Bennington when I taught there and uh, stayed for a few days. But as he became archbishop, he became very busy. So we lost that. Uh, I mean, we still talk to the phone and, and so forth. But, mm-hmm. And I used to go to the monastery sometimes and stay there. And uh, he was a wonderful man, uh, Good sense of humor, also. Mm -hmm. He once, this was in the um, um, obituary, Uh, he lived with his brothers. He would not take the archbishop's house. And once he went went home, uh, he had an office and everything at the cathedral, but he he went home and he had a, a very big cross, forget what it's called, as the archbishop. And he always put it under his shirt so he would be just like the other brothers. And some woman that he, uh, knew came in or didn't know very well, but came in and said, "Why are you, do you have a cross? And uh, none of the other brothers have it." And quick as a wink, he said, "Oh, I'm monk of the month."
1: <laughs> <laughs> really?
0: Because <laughs> he didn't, you know, he didn't want any any difference. I'm a bishop. A monk of, of the month, <laughs> and he had that kind of wonder, wonderful, yeah. humor humor. Uh, but a wonderful man.
1: There's this poem. This, the second poem, In A Thousand Mornings, which is your 2013 book, which also to me just kind of like, says it all. What, what's the point of that? I happen to be standing? Would you read that one? Oh, yeah. Which is just, well, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where
0: prayers go or what they do. Do cats pray while they sleep half asleep in the sun? Does the opossum pray as it crosses the street, the sunflowers, the old black oak growing older every year? I know I can walk through the world along the shore or under the trees with my mind filled with things of little importance in full self-attendance, a condition I can't really call being alive. Is a prayer a gift or a petition, or does it matter? The sunflowers blaze Maybe that's their way. Maybe the cats are sound asleep. Maybe not. While I was thinking this, I happened to be standing just outside my door with my notebook open, which is the way I begin every morning. Then a wren in the privet began to sing. He was positively drenched in enthusiasm. I don't know why. And yet, why not? I wouldn't persuade you From whatever you believe or whatever you don't, that's your business. But I thought of the Wrens singing, what could this be if it isn't a prayer? So I just listened, my pen in the air. (laughs) Yeah, that's... uh, Well, the poems
1: keep coming. (laughs) 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 Um, The the matter of dogs. Uh Uh-huh. The matter, the, matter uh,
0: the matter of dogs. <laughs> the matter, the, the matter, matter of dogs. The matter of dogs. The matter. The matter of
1: dogs. They matter. <laughs> they matter. Do you have a dog now?
0: No, I don't. Percy died, and that was my last dog. But I may get one. You, yeah. When I get my own little house.
1: This was, uh, this has been a really, has this, did your dogs become more important to you, or did you just start to write about them more? I mean, I.
0: Oh, Percy was very important to me. All of them were very important to me. Yeah. Um, I forget whose idea it was. It it, it might have been uh, Charlotte Sheedy's idea, or Anne off.
1: to put the dog poems together. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I, I have a feeling it, it was.
1: And you said you said one of those poems about Percy was the one of your poems that came out perfectly from. Yes, came uh, out perfectly formed. A, Do you want to read that one? Yeah. Okay.
0: That's. Uh, That was what I call a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Actually, it's not in the end of the book. Uh, I, I'll have to look at the contents. I don't know where it is. 77.
1: Do There's, you... um? I, I was wondering this as I was reading you because you've written so many poems over such a long period of time. Do you do you remember your poems and not, do you not revisit all of them? them? No, no, I
0: don't revisit. And I'm looking for something. I, I uh, um, and also I, I, I know if I went through everything, I'd find find too much that was repetitious, <laughs> so I leave it alone. Um, But yes, I know I I don't revisit them,
1: Yeah.
0: unless there's a reason. The First Time Percy Came Back. The first time Percy came back, he was not sailing on a cloud. He was loping along the sand as though he had come a great way. Percy, I cried out, and reached to him, those white curls. But he was unreachable as music is present, yet you can't touch it. Yes, it's all different, he said. You're going to be very surprised. But I wasn't thinking of that. I only wanted to hold him. Listen, he said, I miss that too. But now you'll be telling stories of my coming back, and they won't be false and they won't be true, but they'll be real. And then, as he used to, he said, let's go. And we walked down the beach together.
1: There's <laughs> something in there about um, I, that such lovely distinction between true and real and how uh, a poem tells the truth, which is different. From yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, that, I, I like that poem and I love that dog. <laughs> I love that dog. Uh, he was a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. And he had, um, which I suggest in that long, um, the long last poem, um, he had only one functioning kidney. So I took him to a sonogram fellow who told me that, and he said he won't live past three. But he just can't do it. The other kidney looks pretty bad, too. Yeah. And I uh, took him back again when he was six. And the sonogram... Fellow said, "You, you don't do this. You're putting me on. That can't be Percy. It is impossible for that <laughs> yeah, dog to." you'd gotten
1: another dog and brought another yeah, dog. to
0: him. <laughs> it'd be it's impossible for, for that to be Percy. All right. I said, "It's Percy," and uh, he looked. Well, and then we looked the sonogram. He said, "Yes, indeed, it is Percy. I don't know how this could be." <laughs> and I told him something that was really quite valuable, I think. Um, his, he couldn't uh, process his kidney. Poor one kidney could not process things, any kind of unnatural thing. Yeah. So um, I had a, a friend of mine for s- however many years that was, six years or something, brought me four gallons of water from his well every week. And I never gave him the town water, which had uh, chlorine mm. in it. Mm. And I think that made a big difference. Mm. I mean, of course, he ate roast chicken and leg of lamb and <laughs> various nice things. Yeah. But uh, he lasted in, until he got weak. That's that's how we knew he just got terrible, terrible weak.
1: Has your have your dogs and your love of your dogs and life with dogs um, infused your theology? Or is that too lofty a question? Well, you know, the, uh, uh,
0: Pope Francis has talked about. Paradise is open to all of God's creatures. And somebody said, what about the mosquitoes? But, but um, I, I and, and, and Rilke wrote a poem. Uh, well, a, some um, a friend of mine had, did a painting of it, uh, of just a picture of a dog. And the, the quote is, um, a, the soul for which there is no heaven. Hmm. Well, no thank you. I mean, there are going to be trees in paradise, as, as, as we're going to have fun imagining it, whether it exists or not. Dogs are certainly going to be there. Poor little burros and donkeys, after all the work they've done in the world. <laughs> Good heavens, yes. Right. Y- you know, I'm sure of that five white rhinoceros left, but we'll find all the rest of them eventually. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the, the reason I brought my phone, I remembered, is that I was texting. Do you text? If you, are you a texter? Do you have a phone? Yeah.
0: Oh, text. Yeah. I, I don't do it.
1: Okay. Well, it took. I didn't start for a while, but now, now I like. Anyway, so last night I'm texting. I'm here in Florida, and I'm texting with a dear friend of mine who is now, who, who was a friend of mine, and, and before she became the mayor of a major American city, and right now she's at this big mayors' conference at the White House. I think it's in Washington and it's mayors from all over the country and they're you know they're they're talking with police officers and they're talking about all these hugely important, you know, anguishing but critical mm-hmm. things that we have to talk about. So I told her that I was here and I was going to interview Mary Oliver. And she says Mary Oliver is one of my all-time favorite poets. She's how I figured out I didn't have to read poetry the right way <laughs> or like poetry the right way. Mm. That opened the door for me to just enjoy poetry with my untrained heart. Now I read poetry every single morning when I wake up and every night before bed. I could not do my job without poetry, not the way it needs doing. Wow. And I just Very thought nice. I'd bring that for you because she's a mayor who's dealing yeah. with all these terrible, complicated yeah. issues.
0: Yeah. Um, well, d- when you speak to her, tell her you read it, and I thank her. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. w- my my work's doing it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what? Sorry,
0: my work is made a. It you know it's nice to hear. Yeah, it's nice to get feedback.
1: Yeah, and I mean I just you know in the poetry handbook you wrote um, poetry is a life cherishing force and it requires a vision a faith to use an old fashioned term yes indeed. For poems are not words after all, uh-huh. but fires for the cold, ropes let down to the lost, something as necessary as bread in the pockets of the hungry. Yes, indeed. And I just wanted to read that back to you because I feel like you've given that to so many people. You've demonstrated that. And you know you 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 also write in poetry about thinking of Schubert scribbling on a cafe napkin. Thank yeah. you, thank yes. you. And I yes. feel like so many people when they read, when they imagine you standing, standing outdoors with your yeah. notebook and pen in hand, you know, thank you, thank you. Um, I mean, I'd love, I, I, I'd love, if, you know, if there are any. I wonder if there are any poems of, if any of these books, the new ones or, um, or Dream Work. If there's anything that it would be interesting to me if there's any poem in those that. You would want to read. Uh, well, I'll read uh, the Blue Horses. Okay. Fred's Mark's okay.
0: Blue Horses because they are beautiful, those
1: horses. It's the painting. Yeah. Which is on the cover of the book. Yep. Yeah. I love the way mm. you, uh, and I recognize this also in myself, um, and maybe this also comes with, for those of us who had hard childhoods, that experiencing writers, and also, in, you know, Franz Mark, I feel for you, is also just these... Artists as uh, friends across time and space, mm-hmm. real companions. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I, it's a it, uh, it's, it's big important thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, I've got a line in a in new poem. You could read the entire works of, or you could hear the entire works of Beethoven, you will never find a single lie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or in the entire works, I can't remember exactly. But in the entire works of Beethoven, you will not find a single lie. Franz Franz Marx's Blue Horses. I step into the painting of the four blue horses. I am not even surprised that I can do this. One of the horses walks toward me, his blue nose noses me lightly. I put my arm over his blue mane, not holding on, just commingling. He allows me my pleasure. Franz Mark died a young man, shrapnel in his brain. I would rather die than try to explain to the blue horses what war is. They would either faint in horror or simply find it impossible to believe. I do not know how to thank you, Franz Mark. Maybe our world will grow kinder eventually. Maybe the desire to make something beautiful is the peace of God that is inside each of us. Now all four horses have come closer, are bending their faces toward me as if they have secrets to tell. I don't expect them to speak, and they don't. If being so beautiful isn't enough, what could they possibly say?
1: Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Uh,
1: it's been a beautiful conversation.
0: You're uh, much welcome. <laughs> I'm free, I'm free. Yes, you are. <laughs> before, before
1: I move the mics, I just uh, have just 10 seconds of, of uh-huh. quiet so that we can...
0: The, the sound rooms,
1: of the room.